1: Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at Harry's.com slash Blue Wire. That's Harry's.com slash Blue for a $3 trial set.
0: It's three guys who combined to play
2: 15 seasons in the National Football League trenches. Well, two guys. And Mackey, who didn't do s.
3: This is the O line committee.
4: Super Bowl week, gentlemen. Mm. LFG.
2: What's going on, boys? basically a national holiday oh it really like, it's like thanksgiving 4th of july super bowl sunday right in pretty much in that order too and i had my buddy had the audacity he sent out a group text he goes hey we're doing a pickleball tournament during the super bowl if anyone wants to come and join i was like
4: what what, <laughs> like,
2: what? they're like yeah we'll have a tv set up playing pickleball i was like that's just like sacrilegious like you don't have an event That's layered with the Super Bowl. Like, the Super Bowl is the freaking event. And then everyone else, like, and that's why I don't do Super Bowl parties. I can't do it. I want to sit and watch the football game. I don't want Nancy Joe over there, like, oh, my kids did this. And oh, it's like, it's third and eight. Shut the fuck up. Right? Like, I can't. (laughs) can't, Zero blitz. Shut up. I cannot handle Super Bowl parties. I just can't stand them. Hey,
3: I'm so glad you said that because uh, everybody has already asked me. And they're literally like, "You're probably gonna watch it alone, aren't you?" I was like, "Yeah." Yes. Don't fucking call me either. I don't want to be bothered doing this. Well, Johnny, Bear, and I will literally lay out <laughs> on that couch for three fucking hours and just <laughs> eat chicken wings, terrible Gosh. food, dude. What it's about the some most... What
4: about some morning pickleball? You know, just like a little morning. What do you need a warm up? You know, warm up for this thing, know? huh? I think I'll burn some cows before
2: I eat
3: them. (laughs) Before
4: you eat that buffalo cheese dip, you know, out of the crock pot. I'm
0: good
2: until about an hour beforehand. Like, once an hour beforehand hits, don't bother me. Don't text me. Don't look at me. Don't, like, don't do anything. It's the Super Bowl. It's the best of the best. It's also the last hit of football that my little body's going to get before September. (sighs) So I don't, I don't. I don't talk want to, to, you, to talk to you. I don't want to see you. Like there's a very select few people I allow to watch football games with me, my wife and maybe a couple of my neighbors. Other than that, there's a few neighbors that know they're never freaking allowed in my house. Wait,
4: so mm-hmm. what ha- Like, have you? What happens when you're at an event with casual fans? Like I'm sure they, you've been they, to a Super Bowl before. They start Bowl asking you like,
2: oh, what happened there? Or, oh, why did that happen?
4: Or like I'll say
2: something pre snap, like because that's how I watch the games. Alex knows, but he's the same way. Like you'll see, you'll see something pre snap, and be like, "Ooh, they're bringing something off the slot here." And all of a sudden it happens. They're like, "How'd
0: you know that? How'd you know that?"
2: And they're like, "Years, I have a PhD in football. Leave me alone, right?" Like, and then they want to like talk about it and see about it, or they'll be like, "What do you think about this?" And like, won't even be the same football game. It's just.
3: i can't do it dude it's not I even this can't. game it's a game from october yeah, yeah. so we'll week like- six i got a question week six i get that a lot too hey week yeah. six this happened
2: yeah or you get the fan that literally knows nothing and they're like wait what what just happened why was that a flag and like he false started i thought it was encroachment i'm like oh my god go away find somewhere else to go and bother someone else so right. yeah no super bowl parties for me anti-super bowl party wow you guys you guys so are, that gonna be no my first, please, somewhat first somewhat of a mic first somewhat of a mic super bowl parties okay get so, out that was, that was so a great
4: you... segue dude we literally get just out fucking it was, it was... walked into it so what are you but like what are you doing for food so you're sitting in solitude are mm-hmm. you are you at least like making a food spread yeah, for yourself make,
2: yeah my, dude we make a food spread every sunday so okay. my wife loves the nfl like she does not like college football does not Loves the NFL. Like she plants herself just like I do on a Sunday. We throw the iPad in front of the kids. We throw them outside. <laughs> and we're like, go take care of yourselves. Red zone starts at noon. Scott, we'll Hans, see Scott Hansen. Yeah. just took his Scott pass, Seven hours of commercial seven free, Seven hours baby. of commercial free, non-parent responsibility football. And so like, yeah, she makes cheese boards. She definitely oh, loves French oh, dude. onion, charcuterie. Dude, whoa, whoa, whoa,
4: yeah. What's on the charcuterie? I need what, details. Let's talk about on this what, charcuterie what, board. I'm on the those. charcuterie board, dude? Oh, she
2: it? makes a mean charcuterie board. She goes and gets all the special cheeses, so we'll have a brie with some oh. jam, oh. with oh. some salami. <sighs> dude. And then we'll have some prosciutto, definitely a white cheddar, right? And then we usually have a different type of crackers. She'll toast some toast. She'll toast have some, like, toast points. Then we'll have some non-crackers. She'll have just some regular club crackers out there. And then we'll have some type of like um, fruit spread, like a fig spread. Oh, I was going to say fig. Is there a fig or no fig? Oh, absolutely. And then then she loves French onion dip, right? So that's like her crack cocaine. So she'll have the French onion dip with the ruffles, and then if she's really oh. feeling spicy,
4: she'll throw some queso in a into a Dude. crock pot. Wow! Oh yeah, she. Lo- Dude, I'm but sorry, but you guys she like and you're just. For and you're just I, f- I feel like you guys need to open your arms to more people. The charcuterie boards, the football. Oh, like there's a select few. There's a select few. There's a
2: select few that get to come over. But I've had the talk with them. I, f- I like there's a talk of like, hey, when you're here, just watch football. I don't use my bathroom. I like don't want to hear about your questions. Right? I don't want to hear about your kids. I don't want to hear about how things are going at home. Like all that matters is what's happening with Scott hansen Other than that, like you can have a comment here and there, but if it's not a smart comment, I'm gonna let you know, (laughs) and that's one strike. Three strikes, you're out. Three strikes, you gotta go back to the curb, back to the streets, (laughs) right? Like you don't. This is not this is not your therapy hour. No, this is football time. This is time to watch football. We get only so many of these Sundays a year.
3: Dude, I agree, and it's hard to watch football and try and talk to someone that's asking a million questions about what's going on. You're like. (laughs) I can't physically watch and talk <laughs> about it it's it just the brain doesn't process like that right. okay that's why we're quiet in meetings
2: they yeah, talk I bring up, we listen i bring up like three different like i have my monitor over here i have like two monitors up so like the big tv obviously has red zone on it right like that's does your one. big
4: tv have a telestrator too so you can go
2: up and like i draw wish things. i wish right but oh dude, my would that be amazing oh. The how thing the with YouTube T V you though, do that? Can how you great get is some... YouTube? YouTube T V, oh, right? So you've just got like dude. red zone in one channel, and then you've got the three games you want to watch, then you've got the other games. I'll have every game up. Every game. It's oh. <laughs>
1: Apparently it's YouTube T V. So YouTube... this oh, how the oh, wait wait, wait this year. is how
3: the other side live? Because my Sundays are normally spent in a hockey rink. <laughs> well see, I'm coming up on that. So I'm my T V coming... looks like are getting this. Older. <laughs> Dude, the worst is when I just like people know me now because I just put my phone against the glass and I watch the game <laughs> and the game at the same time and I'm like, is KK out there? No, okay. Is She out there? No, okay. Like it's just constantly looking Is my kid on the ice. Oh, he is. Shit. Oh. Dude, oh, He's too, job, too too job, two, two weeks ago,
4: <laughs> did you guys did you guys ever practice at? the the old vikings uh, the winter park field house yeah, for so we've where we lived I never got okay. the new place I lived no, I, I. So, lived in
2: that shanty for 3
4: years so you awesome. know they've now I found this out during the divisional round they've now converted the, this is this is the the long time like 40 year practice facility for the vikings and you guys play for the vikings they've converted that now to a soccer club like a youth soccer club yeah. So the old, like the old players parking lot down the hill, like around the back fields, is where you park as a parent. And then you go in and the old locker room is now just like a lobby with like a soccer desk and some game. Well, how about this? Dude, the
3: place before that, go ahead.
4: Well, I, I was going to say, I, I went there for the divisional round because my nephew was playing in a, like a club soccer game. Oh, it selfish. was literally the game started at seven o'clock at the same time Packers Niners kicked off. Club team was from Milwaukee. And so literally every parent is on the sidelines. Like their kid is out there <laughs> playing like a big club game yes! at the Vikings. And literally every parent is just like on their phone, de- like Packer fans, by the way, yep. cannot I, make yep. de- dead no. serious the entire time. Field goal, field goal. Yep. Boom. Knocks right here. Everyone's just like, <laughs> you know, kids are just Dude. like running around writhing in pain. You know, Yeah. no, one no one's paying attention. Dude, that's how no, it's not. like,
2: that's how like, if you have a wedding in the fall in Nebraska, like on a on a Husker Saturday. Good luck. Right? Like no one's at no one's paying attention. I've I've gone to one and I swear to god I sat in the back, I sat in the back of the reception cuz I was like I'm not going to be rude. I want to watch this game like the Huskers are on. And like you could look across the like the people of like all the tables as you look towards the dance floor, every single table had either an iPad or a phone just like pop and just like they cut the lights for like the first dance, and it was just nothing. You could just see football across the horizon. The first down, first
4: down. We yeah. were in
2: uh, so, so. there was years, right? right? Like middle of the speeches, they're like, "I just love you so much." Touchdown. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
3: we were in bemidji for that divisional round and it's exactly like you so said we were in a tournament and you could see all the dads when they were examining the ice they would just come out and filter and the lions were playing and everyone was you know everyone they're like "Fuck the lions can't stand that campbell vikings to be great next year literally in the middle of nowhere every dude was glued to the tv anytime the games <laughs> were not dude it's don't you almost feel like it's wrong to start putting other things on Sundays, like my biggest my biggest dude, problem so is that this. This, football this could be paint. a mic. This could be a mic. But it's like all these developmental things for like softball, baseball, everything, hockey. Like you're like, dude, it's Sunday in football season. Stop. No, yeah. they're, they're literally like, Who, nobody cares about that. Like, what do you mean, nobody fucking cares? <laughs> I, feel like, I, care. I feel like I
4: feel like I've gained a little more perspective, like in my thirties. But there was like the first twenty five to thirty years of my life. I would get viscerally mad at people that weren't plugged in on football Sunday. Oh, I agree. Oh, yeah, we're just going to be uh, be at the Apple Orchard, my wife and I, today. What? (laughs) Dude, you're not watching Bill's Chiefs, Tony Romo, Jim Nance? You're not watching Sunday night football?
3: Dude, we didn't know that there was enough. I honestly didn't know that people didn't live without football. Like, Let's be honest, dude. Like Now that I'm retired, there's a ton of people that you're like, you're not going to watch the game? They're like, no. Wife and I are going to go up north a little bit. I'm like, do what?
2: Like, you know, walking TV. You're going to go, and go up north and yeah. watch <laughs> right? Like, football, right? <laughs> <laughs> not happening. <laughs> Kidding me? Watch oh. <laughs> what well, I try to tell people. Like, oh, you want to I'm like, I got to work. Got to watch clients. Right? Yep. I got to work. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry.
4: I gotta, I gotta, it's my job. Gotta Current watch clients, it. potential clients.
3: You know. You never know. dad's watching football he's doing work
4: (laughs) it's the best All right, let's go around the room here as we do uh, every episode we identify the mic here on the O-Line committee and by the way if you're new to this or maybe you jumped on board in the last few weeks thank you please click the like button and the subscribe button on the O-Line committee YouTube channel the other way you can help us grow is by giving us a 5 star rating and a positive review on Apple Podcasts so we can continue to grow this thing Gain traction. And then one more shout out here, and then we'll get back to content. Olinecommittee.com mm. is your place. We have new merch available on Olinecommittee.com, including spreadzer for losers, yes. sweatshirts. They are up right now. Clean Pocket Club, pancakes, hoodies. Olinecommittee.com. And you can follow us on every social media platform at O line committee. Jay, who is your mic to start us off First Mike
2: is all of you. Thank you for the sixteen thousand <sighs> subscribers. Sure. We've got over the hump. You guys are incredible. So thank you. Mike, nice. Mike, Mike out to the followers, to the faithful. Oh yeah. Second Mike, Las Vegas. <sighs> what are we doing? You've got the Kansas City Chiefs. Just because they have Taylor Swift and they have Travis Kelsey and Patrick Mahomes and everyone loves them. Hey, you guys come here. You practice at this beautiful NFL facility with the Raiders, where everything's perfect and it's NFL. Niners, I know you've been here before. No one cares about you. Go to UNLV. I've been to <laughs> UNLV. The Shrine Bowl was at UNLV last year. The field is horseshit. Really? It's so bad. They're, they were supposed to redo it like two years ago, and it just keeps getting pushed because then the new staff came in. Then they couldn't pay the new staff, so the money that was supposed to go to the facilities in the field had to go to the – player con or the coach's contract buyouts this field is terrible it literally looks like they installed it in like three different segments right they're like okay we'll roll this one out and then there's a giant seam in the middle and then we'll roll this one out like it's terrible and so i gotta hear ian Rappaport get on pat mcafee and talk about how the niners are upset and now they might have to split time with the raiders facility like be better vegas be better have two places ready to go like if you knew the super bowl was going to be there nfl (laughs) You throw money into UNLV and fix their stuff up. Like That's you what they should have done. You can't just be, like,
4: they can't be that drastically different
2: practice-type facilities for the Super
4: Bowl team. Well, and it, didn't, just it was last year, the, the year that the, the actual Super Bowl field was, was there, was that two years ago? Was two years ago. It was like two years ago. guys were, like, slipping around. That was the Eagles Chiefs, right? Was no, that, that last was last
2: year. No, that was Eagles last year. year yeah, yeah. That was yeah last it was, year. It was, it was no, Eagles yeah, that was Chiefs in the middle of the field, yeah. like where the paint was. It was <laughs> well, where the paint was. Dudes well, were just sliding everywhere. Because remember, Philly was like, if it was a good field, man, we'd have got to Mahomes. We'd have beat him down. And part of me is like, yeah, I mean, it definitely looked like shit. Like, there was dudes slipping everywhere. That was, dude, it, it's Arizona.
4: like a $20 billion league, and we can't just get like, makes no sense. Fields dude. that are. Standard, like, well, it kind of it...
3: looks kind of petty too when you have everybody coming out now just complaining. Like, all of a sudden, it was like you guys had a whole, whole off season to figure this out, and yeah, now there's... all of a sudden, the day of. And here's what I will say: I respect Kyle Shanahan because did you hear what he said? He came out and was like, oh, "I don't really give a shit. We'll go out and practice it's fine." I think it's more just the administration and probably people around the team that are like, "This is bullshit." Like, why did it's they get the trainers, get... dude? You know, yeah, the trainers. It's the are trainers like, trainers probably... someone's
2: gonna get hurt. And like if they do is,
3: it's going to be a fucking oh. mess. Like a oh, huge mess. But I do appreciate Kyle coming out and being like we're fine. Leave us alone. Like that's such a Kyle Shanahan answer, but I do agree with you it does look petty and it looks kind of non-professional.
4: Yeah. Yeah. You got but you got like, to good options. It, yeah. It's it's also just kind of a it and I Kyle Shanahan's not using it as an excuse or a cop out, but you start no. the week and it's kind of all oh, the 49ers are already complaining about their – But it's a viable complaint. But it feels like, oh, they're like setting up excuses for if they lose on Sunday. Yeah, you know they got a bad. They just want a nice facility to practice
0: Speaking of
2: excuses, you got a mic, don't you, Alex?
0: Oh, I do. I got one. (laughs) I got one. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed.
1: And Harry's has the highest customer satisfaction in the shaving industry, plus a convenient subscription option that you can cancel at any time. Getting the best doesn't mean spending the most when you shave with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com bluewire. That's harrys.com bluewire for a $3 trial set.
0: Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop.
3: The worst. Not sure there's ever really a good time, but <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna have to go with uh Mahomes Sr. on this one. Mm. I think that what drives me so nuts is this, right? It's 2024. It's like the biggest week of Patrick's life again. Like we're here, we're doing it again. Like you're at the pinnacle, you're creating this super amazing aura about yourself. People are in love with you. You're considered one of the greatest ever right now and your dad goes out and get a DUI the week of the Super Bowl like you want to talk about media is going to be just coming down on you like and Jay you've seen obviously media road mm-hmm. uh, have you ever
4: been to it Mackie yeah radio we did radio road yeah, when, when, when it was in Minneapolis Yeah, yeah. dude so it's, a, it's when, crazy it's a, when, it's when a the teams
3: come to the they make you go every day so like during the season you can duck out of media you could just not show up to the locker room and say you're busy with lunch or something and they'd never see you When you're at the Super Bowl, you have to sit at a table for an hour. Remember when Marshawn Lynch did it? Yeah, every Every single player. player. And so remember Marshawn Lynch was literally like, I'm just here so I won't get fined. That's why. Because you wouldn't normally see him in season, but at the Super Bowl they force every single person to sit there for an hour. You have to sit there for 60 minutes. And as much as people are like, I just don't want to be here, the, the, the questions and the dumbass questions, like you get people from all over the world. They let people in from everywhere. These media reporters from fucking everywhere. And they're <laughs> asking you questions. Sometimes they ask it in their language. They like mess with you and you're like, I'm supposed to go out and fucking kill somebody in like three days. What do you want? Go away from me. It's exactly like trying to watch the fucking Super Bowl with me. Go away, okay? I just want to be left alone. But you talk about what this – What he's going to have to answer this week and all the pressure that he's under. And this let's be honest, dude. This team right now, I love them to death. I do. I think they're fucking badass. I think they're a really tough team. I love what their defense is doing. I love Patrick and Kelsey. I love Pacheco. Like I love the whole thing. But honestly, a distraction like that going into Super Bowl Sunday is honestly one of the most immature fucking things I've ever seen in my life. And I don't give a shit how old you are. I don't give a fuck what you did for life. Seriously, to go out there and fuck with your kid like that, to me, is so petty. And so fucking stupid. And people look back and they're like, oh, it's a mistake. It's fucking third one. How many fucking mistakes <laughs> am I allowed to get in life? Dude, I got one. And let me tell you how many fucking people beat the shit out of me. Physically put their hands on me. And I was bigger than everybody. And they were like, no, dude, this ain't how it goes anymore. You got it? I was like, okay. Poof, 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 poof. <laughs> I ate like six of them in the fucking face before I could figure out what was going on. I was like, dude, I thought we were, f- I thought you were my co- what the fuck is this? Like, dude, right? It can't stand. I It makes me so mad because I, I see what Patrick's doing, carrying this team practically by himself, the, him in the defense, just doing everything they can. And then out of nowhere, and this was the shit that used to drive Harbaugh crazy, is when like out of nowhere the team would get blindsided with something like this and he didn't have time to be like, what are we going to do? How do we prep for this? Because you know the media is like, hey, here we go. Let's go after him. And it's like, dude, really? You couldn't get an Uber? He's got it half a billion dollars you couldn't get an uber
4: yeah that's like that's the that's the weird thing from the outside looking in is it it in today's nfl and te- well team don't teams have services to oh dude the, Vikings the, Vikings had the service would oh, literally would come you get your family, car your and you can it too right dude you dude. call
2: it and you go i'm gonna be at cowboys slims at 2 a.m come pick me up and they bring two people they bring two people, one to drive your car home and one to pick you in the follow car to drive them back. It's incredible, and it was, it was fully awesome. anonymous and fully paid for by the team. It was the best service of all time. Well, to be fair, clear, it's still was it in, like, in my like phone. Like Black Lincolns? No, it, no, no, it, 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 wasn't, it in was In my phone is DDI Drive home? Drive Me Home. Like That's it, what it, I used to call, like, Drive Me Home.
3: Dude, it was awesome. And I honestly, I never had to use the service, obviously, but I love the fact that guys were like, dude, just use it like nobody's going to. And to be fair, a lot of guys were like, oh, I don't want to call it because you're going to know I'm drunk. And it's like, dude, you're 30. You can have a fucking beer if you want. It's OK. But what you can't do is get in that car and drive afterwards because yeah. that's going to fuck everything up, I mean, including I your it. life.
2: I would use it even if like Emma and I went out to dinner and like we shared a bottle of wine. Like, yeah, I probably could have drive like I probably was fine, but it just wasn't worth it. Like it's just not worth the risk that comes with anything like that, right? So you just yeah, I use it all the time.
4: Can we still use it? Like, do they? I've thought about it. I've been
2: in Minnesota and I've been like, mm, hey, I'm i Phil. Could, I could just say that I'm like Brian O'Neill.
4: Like, hey, yeah. Brian hey, O'Neill hey, here.
2: Uh, I need a ride home. <laughs> Bill it to the Vikings.
4: Just yeah, just pick. I don't, I don't a, it's Austin Schlotman or somebody. It's just I, a, a backup I, offensive line. Back to your point here for a second, though, Alex. If there's
2: anyone that's probably, and I know this is terrible to say, that's used to dealing with distractions. Oh is yeah, Patrick Mahomes for sure. Between his brother with his the wife. nonsense that he yep. pulls, like his wife with some of the off-field antics that she pulls, like all the Taylor Swift stuff that's been going on this year that's had his wife involved in it. Like, if there's anyone that I feel like can handle this and at least put it, like, compartmentalized. Like, my wife always goes, oh, you're a man. You're a waffle brain, right? You just put everything in a little or like, little spot. He can push it all to the back and be like, all right, I'll deal with that in three weeks, right? Like, I can't right now, hey, if you need cash, something family, here, get him out of jail, do whatever. I can't handle that right now. Like, I got to stay focused here. If there's anyone in the NFL that could probably do that, it's him i agree it, it's probably him i mean even think back to what was it was it two years ago or just last year andy reed's son got that dui right ago. before the yeah. super bowl and he two hit that ago, right? he hit that person and killed that person it was horrible tragic but like andy Reid found a way to deal with that too as they went forward so is like weird as it is to say the chiefs are kind of battle tested hardened with this off-field distraction stuff and i feel like taylor swifties and all that stuff actually made it better for them to like understand how to handle it so it'll be interesting to say horrible deal for them like that's brutal but dude yeah be smarter three duis is not an acceptable thing in 2024
4: yeah no it's kind of crazy man crazy way to to start the week uh we will make our official super bowl picks later mm-hmm. on here there is still some drama for the the number one slot in our season-long picks here so we we'll will do that, that Mackie. we'll see dumb football questions we'll coming see. up um, what else Booney what else before I, I have a mic for you guys but it's sort of off Super Bowl topic what what else for Super Bowl week like what yeah. so you, know, you know there's media day obviously the media was a big guys. mic that's a big mic but, um, but what is it what is it like for you guys as you're you're just anticipating the biggest game of your life while also Sunday. trying to practice and
2: yeah, like get dude. good work in
3: mm-hmm. dude it was it was so hard I'm gonna be honest with you it was so hard to be like in the moment like oh my god I'm here I did the one thing that I've always wanted to do playing a Super Bowl like I've always wanted to do this and the entire week you're just sitting around like this day can't fucking come any faster like you've watched all the film you've watched everything you've put in every single play we did everything we could and then it was like okay it's only Tuesday let's get ready for Wednesday practice Oh my god, I, got it. I just get so hard And we were on Bourbon Street and it was so hard to focus and it was it was hard let's put it that way <laughs> Well, it you saw hard. what they did
4: for this one. They're literally, the teams are staying like 20 30 minutes away miles. 30 miles, I saw strip, it. Right? There, was, there was no other option. <laughs> Dude. Like,
2: they weren't going to be like, okay, you guys stay at Aria. Right. You guys will be over here at the Palazzo.
4: Well, the Flamingo like, is No. Great. <laughs>
2: I'll tell you what, the one thing,
3: and this is the one thing I always worry about, especially when you go to big cities like this, is you, you hope nobody gets in trouble just because you're in Vegas and you know some of those young players are going to be like, hey, we can do it.
2: Just one, hand, out. just one hand. Just one hand. No one's giant. gonna. Just no. one hand. Do you know how many
3: times we used to go to places that weren't even like nice and they'd be like, I could do it. Just if I'm not here. You're like, no, motherfucker. There is no if I'm not here. You're fucking here. Like, tell coach. Like, no, I'm not telling him anything, dude. This is not happening like this. That's why the Vegas move to me was always crazy, but. um I'm trying to think of what else during Super Bowl week. Honestly, the questions coming out of everywhere were just one of the hardest things to field because you have people that just take it kind of as a joke, and you're not really trying to joke a lot. And then you have coaches that are kind of on you about joking, and you're like, "You're making me come to this." But like at the time, we had a really badass line, so we had to go do a lot of media, and we were constantly driving around in golf carts around the city, like trying to go to the stadium to do total access and then driving over here to go do something with you know Chris Berman and you're like I'm really fucking tired. I really just want to go to bed. Can I go to bed? And they're like no. We have so many more interviews to do. <laughs> Everybody wants to know about you guys.
2: But the nice thing is you got paid for all those. Like that's mm. the one thing about Super Bowl week is there's a lot of money to be made as a former player or as a current player on the team. Like for example when when the Super Bowl was in Minnesota Like, I was a nobody, right? I was a rotational – I've been there for three years. Like, I kind of – like, they hire out the the home team to come, like, just do shifts at, like, the Super Bowl experience all week, right? To come do, like, oh, here, you're going to – sign autographs or you're going to do at this event that a grand, but like 12 grand a pop or like 20 1200 bucks here five grand here and i was just like i'll do whatever I yeah. Just, yeah. Can't. <laughs> you want me to play with the kids sweet you want me to go do this event sweet like i probably made shoot i, I probably made like 10 grand 15 grand in that like super Roll week but i know like Diggs, this was right off the heels of the
3: miracle D- catch. Yeah.
4: yeah, dude, I I heard Diggs made almost a million dollars. So Super Diggs, Bowl Diggs was so Diggs was sponsored by Old Spice, mm-hmm. the entire Super Bowl like Radio Row week. Yep, and he was literally just so Radio Row. There's the media row stuff that Booney's talking about, which yeah. is like all the players. But then the whole week there's Radio Row, which is every big national and local TV and radio station and. And you literally just have, like, the most famous people in football, the Terry Bradshaws, room. everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Just, like, going station to station doing interviews. And Stefan Diggs just had an Old Spice T-shirt on. He's got a PR person just walking him from one table to the next. Yep. All right, uh, and you don't even know who you're talking to. It's like no. you get eight minutes with Stefan Diggs, <laughs> and yep. he has no idea if you're from Nebraska or... And all he do is tell the same story, the miracle story. That's yeah, all really
2: anyone did. want to hear, dude. was fresh
4: dude. off the heels of that. The saddest guy for when the Super Bowl was in Minnesota, which is the one we're talking about, the saddest guy doing and he was getting paid and he was sponsored was Case Keenum. Oh, because, yeah, oh, because I'm sure. you guys had just gotten beat in the you guys got beat Smoked. on the Smoked. doorstep of yeah. having a home Super Bowl for the first time yep. in NFL history. Bring it home. And he was a free agent and he knew that there was a bunch of buzz that he might not be coming back to the Vikings. Mm-hmm. And I've never felt more terrible for somebody. Oh, yeah. He got paraded around for sure. Yeah, like just a so nice. What
2: happened guy in too. Philly, just, dude? It's insane how there. many
3: people like. Can we talk about that? Like, I went to the Super Bowl in Miami when the Niners were there because, like you said, they call you down and they're like, "Dude, mm-hmm. come down here and let's just do tons of interviews." And you're like, "All right, cool, let's just do it." And you walk into this room and you're like, "Holy yeah. shit!" It's a spectacle, dude. You're like gold jacket, gold jacket, gold jacket, yeah. two gold jackets, gold jacket. Like, and, and they're ev- and they're literally it's at a convention center and they're just walking with like, "Hey." Haven't seen you forever, bud. You're like, yeah. dude, what the fuck are you doing here? Yeah. Radio Row, baby, I'm all about it. You're like, dude, this is yeah. insane. Minnesota's in the of America. Oh, was it? Yeah, it, was, yeah, it was. It was like upper, right across the from the miniature golf America. course, yeah. and it was right next to oh,
4: Wahlburgers. And dude, at one point. Kirk Cousins, who we still have to do like a what should the Vikings do with Kirk Cousins? Plenty of time for that. Plenty of time for that. He's he's literally doing his like yeah. By the way, the clothes he's wearing during this current media tour, he ain't getting those clothes from Coles. I can tell you he's got new new two thousand dollar cardigan on. But he was a free agent. And it's Super Bowl week and the entire football world is there and he's negotiation hall of fame. He knows what he's doing. He's literally there just like scouting out the city of Minneapolis. You can't tamper yet. It's too early, but you know, what if I just kind of drove by the facility and mm-hmm. got it through but at one point uh he was in line at I think it was Smack Shack. There's like a Smack Shack yeah, at on the top. the, the, yep, yep. the, the second third was a third floor mall of, of America Florida. Yeah. And so there's just like a bunch of football fans in line and then like Kirk in his little joggers just waiting around line for his Smack Shack.
3: <laughs> this <is> great.
4: <laughs> this great guys. <laughs>
3: Hey, Teresa, this is great.
4: Yeah, it's wild, man. Super Bowl week is fucking crazy. That's what it is. By the way, I found uh, I found the most I I, I thought this was 1999 and I think it was uh, Super Bowl 33, the most prominent somebody screwed up the night before the game and got arrested story. Do you guys remember when the Falcons played the Broncos in Super Bowl 33? Yeah, the game was in Miami in Eugene Robinson. Got arrested for soliciting a prostitute in the middle Ugh. of the night, sat like the Saturday night into Sunday before the Super Bowl. Hey,
2: he just wanted <laughs> that. He just needed that clarity for Sunday, man. Dude, how about he just? Dude, he, he, a... he just...
4: <laughs> his quote, by the way, so so the Falcons got smoked by Denver. Oh yeah, John, no way, baby. His quote was, "I really believe and strongly believe that I will be found innocent of this. What I really want to do now is apologize first to my Lord Jesus Christ and secondly my wife and kids." Wait a second. I'm totally innocent, but I'd like to apologize to the Lord and my family. Yikes.
3: <laughs> Just in case this doesn't go the way I want sure, it. Pretty, it's right. it's I'm really going to pretty, apologize yeah. though. <laughs> it's pretty
2: cut and dry if you did it or not. Did yeah, you give dude. her money for
4: sex? <laughs>
3: yeah. Yes or
4: no. <laughs> well, kind of. No, no, it's not and, a kind of answer. And are you apologizing to the Lord and your family immediately after? Yeah. Feel uh, yeah. yeah. guilty. Pretty big sign of guilt. Yeah. Uh, okay. Hey, my, I will my say my this for you guys. Go. No, no, go. No. I He's pivoting. I got a topic shift. We're so off go. Super
1: Bowl,
2: so if you got yeah. anything left now, empty the Oh, couch. yeah, no, I was going to you... say
3: my, my last mic is the halftime because it is the longest oh, yeah. fucking oh, dude. half. Dude, we went in, and they had lunches for us. <laughs> like They were like you – you, um, Jay, you know how it is, right? Yeah. Normally we go in, we take a piss, I get the updates. Like 12 minutes. Right, here we go. Give me some orange, and I'm out of here. Need some more of those tiny little capsules that you yep, never like. 100%. percent yeah. we Caffeine
2: pills you freaking drug me with.
3: <laughs> when you go into the Super Bowl, they literally like walk in they, like hand you a tray, and they're like, all right, sit down, chill out, don't think about anything, okay? Here you go, eat this. Got and you're it. like, dude, it felt like guys were taking naps.
2: It's I like get, 25 minutes, isn't it? Dude,
3: it's 30 minutes, I'm pretty sure. And you said it before, the Super Bowl itself is the main event, but the yeah. minute you try making this fucking halftime performance, the main event, you got these dudes in the locker room, they're like, can we just go – I don't care who's playing. I just want to go back out there. And they're like, sorry, you got 22 more minutes. You're like, Dude.
2: Yeah. So 22. I went I went to the Super Bowl when it was in Minnesota because I was like, I'm never going to be in a city where I have lodging paid for. Like, I have a house, everything. So I went. It is a spectacle. Like, yeah. the, the production itself of watching the Super Bowl from, like, a fan's perspective is wild. Like, from the pregame where there's no less than 5,000 people on the field, But, like, the teams are trying to work, like, warm up, and the sidelines just look like it's a front row of a Leonard Skinner concert, dude. It's great. All the way around. And then the way they just shuffle dudes off the field, start the game, and then all of a sudden, halftime, just a rat race. Just. (laughs) Right, Like, dudes running. I mean, it's full sprints, pushing the stages out on the field. And that was, I think, Justin Timberlake was the Minnesota one. It was terrible. And, like, just running around. And then the whole fans rush out on the field to do the whole fan experience. And then as soon as there's, like, five minutes left on the clock, just empty. Bang. Everyone off. Like, I was like, this is impressive. Like,
4: it is truly
2: impressive how quickly they can, like, tear a stage down in the middle of the halftime.
4: I mean, dude, isn't it crazy, even just, like, the halftime shows? There's actually a Wikipedia page dedicated to all of the halftime shows in history. Really? The fir- like, the, the first 15 or 20 years, like, when the Super Bowl started back in the mid to late 1960s, it was kind of just, it was almost like an exhibition. It was, I mean, it counted, obviously, yeah. but it yeah. was still very much the AFL and the, the NFL, NFL were separate leagues. Yep. And then we'll get... In retrospect, we look back and and put a ton of meaning on those first few Super Bowls, but they had to ramp up. And if you go back and look, it's hilarious, man. Like, like Super Bowl five, even okay, we've got fifth Super Bowl. We're in the seventies. The mergers happened. It's all one league, and we're still using the Southeast Missouri State marching band as (laughs) like the halftime show. You know, we're they literally had a Super Bowl. Super Bowl six was at Tulane Stadium in New Orleans. Um. I feel like my, when Michael Jackson came out for it was like one of those Cowboys Bills Super Bowls, or I think it was maybe 1992 or 93. Then it felt like, OK, here we go. We've got like Pepsi sponsoring a Michael Jackson halftime show. Pepsi. Yeah, that was. But it, t- it took a while for it to feel as as big as it does now. And well, then, then it like, almost takes over the sky- whole ro- Then it like skyrocketed
2: up to like it was such a big event. And then you had the old nip slip. Yeah, I was just and gonna say huge. Up, more family friendly, family friendly, right? Like brrr, Tom, Tom Petty, let's
4: get Tom like, Penny and roll it
2: back down. <laughs> like, yeah, it's like they've gone like the spectrum has just constantly moved. I'm still waiting for Usher to like bring out Taylor Swift and watch everyone's brain explode in the middle of halftime.
4: Ugh. Can't wait, man. Can't wait.
2: Why would you
3: All ruin right. the script?
4: <laughs> <laughs> script leaked. Script
3: leaked. Oh shit.
4: Okay, All right. Matt, go ahead, Matt, where where got, got I've us? got a non Super Bowl mic for you guys. Okay. Uh, I noticed because of the Boone stories a couple weeks ago, having played for Jim Harbaugh, we have a bunch of new Chargers fans that have discovered the O line committee. So, welcome, welcome, Chargers fans. Welcome, welcome. Hello. The Chargers are my mic here because I think the same thing is going to happen that happened with the 2011 49ers. You guys, as Jay, strokes the bolt. On that gigantic job. <laughs> Can I that's creepy, man. Yeah. <laughs> Shh, go ahead, I was just getting me excited. You're getting me all, getting
2: me all I know. Get, Don't me get me all me revved up. Get me all I'm revved excited. up with We here. got
4: so here's what we got here for the new audience. We have former Charger Jeremiah Searles and we have former Jim Harbaugh disciple with San Francisco, Alex Hello. Boone here, to tell hmm. you guys about what's gonna happen. All I right. think the Chargers are gonna double their win total. I think we're talking eleven or twelve wins, ten or eleven, huh? Because they in had that division. They, they, had, they had five this year. They had five this year. Okay, okay. In so that division, if you remember and Boone, you can you can tell us. I mean, you were there. You guys won six games in two thousand ten. I think it was uh, was it was it Tom, no Tom Sula was after it was was it no, Singletary it was, it was into... Singletary.
3: I thought we were seven and nine because I thought both years he was seven and nine. But maybe you're you right. Six. And you 10. were
4: six and ten that last year. <laughs> He's looked <it> overnight, up. <laughs> dude. Overnight. 13 wins and an NFC championship game the very next year with Alex listen, Smith. No listen, disrespect, listen, but
3: like. Listen, I know. I know what you're thinking, Mackie. You don't understand how much work went into that year to flip that shit around. And that team was stacked. I mean, Scott McLuhan was one of the best GMs. If you go back and look at that roster, dude, it was incredible. The problem was. We just didn't really have anybody on offense that was, like, a ballsy dude to go out there and be like, hey, listen, we're kind of doing this ass backwards. We need to set the tempo and then get rolling. And we had Frank Gore, and you talk about some of the guys that they were able to bring in in, like, year one. They got Vernon back straight, acting right, going crazy. Like, everything was – they had Delaney Walker. They had Carlos Rogers on defense. They had Patrick Willis, Justin Smith, Manny Lawson. Like, dude, they were fucking stacked.
2: But that's, that's been the argument – that's been the argument that no one could understand why Staley couldn't win. Like, dude, we sat here what on this mean? show. We sat here on this show at the beginning of the year and talked about how the Chargers roster is loaded and how they were set to make a run at Mahomes this year, right? Talk about on offense. You've got Justin Herbert, one of the best young quarterbacks in the league. Agree. got Mike Williams, Keenan Allen, right? You start talking about Austin Eckler was still very much in a prime role when that showed up there. You go on defense, Khalil Mack joey bosa dendrid james like they've got dudes like they've got dudes and they have players which is like no one could figure out like why can't they win why can't they figure it out like i agree with mackie on this take where i think the chargers are right there now granted the cap hit is totally going to change all of this because they're i think the last i looked almost 50 million or forty million over the cap five that's gonna, gonna do, sting. it's gonna sting shuffling, a little bit. Some shuffling. But I do think that the Harbaugh effect will be real and that he's gonna land a couple mega free agents. Right. I think top Saquon five Barkley, pick. like top five pick. Saquon Barkley is gonna be a guy that I bet you he's like, I want that guy with the style of offense that we run. I will side with Mackie on this one. I think okay, I listen. think ten I think ten to eleven wins is very, very real for next year.
3: Okay. I totally agree with you when you say it like that. If you're going to bring Saquon Barkley in, because that's their problem, we won because we had a dominant run game, which made everything just easy to play off of. Like, we just didn't even have, once there was like 12 games in, we barely had to run the ball to scare people anymore. Like, they just knew what we were going to try and do. But at the same time, they don't have a running back there. You don't right. have – like, oh, listen, dude. They're getting are you're, you're, I get it. You, you're, you're also in a very tough division. You're not going to go fucking toe-to-toe with Patrick Mahomes. How do you beat Patrick Mahomes? You run the ball. You do play action. You drain the clock. You make him start to feel the pressure. You can't keep – like, that's my whole point. Brandon Staley, you're a fucking idiot. You went out there and you were like, we're just going to do this better than everybody. <laughs> and then all of a sudden you got your quarterback hurt and everyone was like, well, now you don't have a run game. You haven't had one for two years. You don't have a quarterback. Now what are you going to do? Like, that was just silly.
2: You, I mean, you also have to remember, though, they took last place in the AFC West, right? So they've got the last place schedule, like right? that's a huge
4: that's a huge piece to this. If you you can, guys did the same thing, I'm pretty sure the, in 17, yeah, yeah.
3: But you have to go out and still play, Patrick. You're going to go out yeah, and play 100%. the Oakland defense. Like you're going to go out and play some really really tough but teams. But you
2: you know like that's division games are division games. Like kind oh, of you kind yeah. of throw records out the window. But it's when you're crossing over into the other divisions. And playing that last place team, that's where, like, that no, I team's agree. At. Like, I think, I think because of the schedule change, like, yes, you still have to play your division, but I, I can definitely see them coming away with 10 wins. If I'll they get it's Saquon, but how are you going to do that? I, with I also Cap think Heldor they're going to draft, I think they're also going to draft a running back, like, high, probably like second round. I think they draft, oh, I thought you were draft, saying like Jameer the, Gibbs, high. No, I think they draft, there's no way they take one of the top 10, that'd be so stupid. There's really so many dude with the there's number so five much They could there's trade so back from five. This
4: draft, dude. There's no chance they could so trade so they back from to. five. Get another if there's a if you know if one of those three quarterbacks slips and somebody else wants dude, to. Dude, I'm up. starting.
2: I'm starting to get in a mock draft season. Like just starting. all... Easy. Dude, it's my life. Where, where, where have you worked? the last life. Two months, But you can't man.
3: chase those. Those are rabbit holes, dude. You oh. run down those things. Johnny takes me down them sometimes. He'll be like, "Dad, dude, be like, you know it's up. my life."
2: But you got to remember, I, I get like I get real information. I know like, I'm not like some idiot talking. Then don't like, say mock drafts. I, don't, I'm talking those are to stupid. real life people that are in organizations dude, oh, yeah. and, your, and I'm starting put to like. Yeah, would you Would you do, do an online
4: committee 1.0 for us at some point? Can f- we get only a, can the first get, round? Only the first yeah. round. I'm not. Yeah, after I, that no. you
3: are crazy. If you can seven pick rounds, a fourth dude. round, you got to be. Dude, I watched.
2: I read one last year of some guy that did a seven round mock.
4: I was like, dude way too much work for absolutely no reward like this is like you're gonna do, no but, if you, no but if you if you nail that sixth round pick to the giants correctly right. then
5: you're people i'll, think I'll do it a lot we should it.
2: do an o-line mock we should do one as we get closer i mean as draft season comes
4: upon us like march april after the combine stay out of
3: this one you guys do your mocks I'm no i have hold
4: on, on. i want to come back to this in a second but i have one more chargers thing okay your old offensive coordinator greg you're yep. getting I the band back together, doing it. What, dude. what, what does that mean, zero me plus? You. And but by the way, like just Justin Herbert is a guy that I know. You said don't go toe to toe with Mahomes, but you know what? If I'm going to go toe to toe with Mahomes, Herbert Justin Scott. Herbert's one of Herbert the guys Scott. that I would. So is he going to throw less? Like, what is that offense going to be with with Greg Roman now, buddy?
3: If it's the same thing that it was with us and with the Ravens, it runs through the run game. Every single run play that you see is attached to a pass play. Because the minute you see us run it, it could it could come like seven different ways now. Because it's all about what they saw last. And we know that the minute we start getting in the same formations, they'll start recognizing things. So then Giro would all of a sudden do the exact opposite. And we would shift in motion people to get them in the defenses that we wanted. And If we couldn't get the look we wanted, we would kill it or roll out of it. Like There were so many possibilities that you always were in the most decisive play. But everything was based on the run game. And that's why I say... I love G-Row. Everybody knows I love fucking G-Row. Everybody knows I love Harbaugh. I'm fucking my guys. But you have to have a run game in this. Like, you have to be very dominant because the minute people are like, fuck, we got to play base, Giro's like, let's pass the ball. He was literally like, I'm going to make this easy on you guys. If you see big fatties out there, let's throw the ball because those guys aren't good pass rushers. We'd be like, oh, yeah, that's fucking genius. He'd be like, and the minute the pass rushers come out, we're going to run punch. Here,
4: here's what I, here's what I wonder. Okay, so he's been an offensive coordinator for ten seasons, going back to you guys in San Francisco. He was you know, Buffalo, Baltimore, and it is pretty incredible the split between rushing and passing attempts with mm-hmm. these offenses. I mean, literally, here are the ranks for Greg Roman, rushing attempts, like where the, where his teams have ranked. Third, seventh, third, ninth, second, second, first, first, third, seventh in rushing attempts. I told you, dude. In pass attempts. 31st, 31st, 32nd, 29th, 31st, See? 32nd, 32nd, 32nd. It's now. not going to be that. It's That's not, not going to be gonna that. Fly. No, you can't pay no. your quarterback as much agree. money as they're paying Justin Herbert to have that kind of an offense. It
3: doesn't ex- work like that. It's going to be perfect, dude. It's going to be the most balanced thing because the minute you get them to fear your run game, you have Justin Herbert back here who's like, I can dice people apart if I have to, which makes it fun, but you have to let Justin throw the ball a lot because you're paying him a shit ton, and he's one of the best to do it. That's why I'm saying like, this whole thing could work, but you need a massive back in the backfield or you need a massive committee because the ball gets run. And a lot of the plays are super quick hitting. And that's why it was so fun. Like we ran wham, trap, crunch all the time just to get people. And sometimes G. would do it just to fuck with people. Like he'd be like, listen, first play, we'll come fucking hammer that nose. <laughs> Everybody's like, yeah, let's get
4: up. Dude, it was awesome, right? And by and the all- way, I will say too, they've been top like in, in ten years. They've been in terms of scoring output fourth, fourth, third, first a couple of times. Two thousand twenty-two Baltimore eight. So he's I mean, so it works in terms of scoring. Yeah. Well, I mean, smart. look
2: at look at the teams in look at the teams in the Super Bowl, right? Kansas City and San Fran. How did they get there throughout the playoffs? Running the football, yeah, right. Like you have the best, and your quarterback's got to make plays when he's got to make plays. But you, you know, the path to the Super Bowl has always and will always be on the ground always even even Tom Brady when he's making his runs they always had a run game right I remember them beating the Kansas City Chiefs when it was freezing cold in the AFC Championship game by running the football with my guy Rex Burkhead who just retired yesterday last the Mohicans here for the Huskers 2009 Mm. class but you know just like they've always had that that feel to it and so I agree with Harbaugh's gonna bring that back does Harbaugh worry you guys at all mentally with his old uh, his coming out there on Good Morning Football saying that JJ McCarthy is going to be the first quarterback taken in the no, draft? I love no. it. Does that does that is that anyone? He doesn't. Re- no, he doesn't really mean he that.
3: Doesn't just mean pump, that. Dude, he's, stop, he's pump. He's and tired. He he really and is, and he dude. He also yeah. is.
2: He he might firmly
3: believe that because he's just loyal. <laughs> like he loves you, and he's like you're the best in my book. Like that's, that's not a fault. You, that's dude, not a fault though. No, because in your mind, you're blind loyalty no it's not blind like i said you have to show him something you have to do a lot for him but the minute you do in his mind you are never not first and you feel it that's why it's easy to play for him because he's like you're the best babe you know i love you and you're like i know and like he'll come out and say it like he'll just tell everybody like this guy, i love this guy because he's the best comes out he works his fucking ass off he's gonna be number one for sure for sure and like you can't no matter what he you say to him he's like i'm unwavering on this i'm sorry i Try somebody the else. Pundits and like
2: subscribe.
3: Yeah, don't don't do this to me. He, dude, he's Yeah, I believe it though. I love it. I think it's awesome. What if JJ is the first? Wouldn't that be stop. something? enough? No, no I'm kidding. I will quit the podcast I'm... world. Stop
4: it. What is wait, Jay? What is your back to your because you're you're into mock season now? We will do. Uh-oh. We will put together an online mm. committee mock or some kind. Uh oh. Give us right now, based on instinct, intel. Give us like one hot draft take. Just there one will like be, just like a like, slightly spicy take. Six offensive linemen taken in
2: the first round. Okay. Minimum. Six oh, minimum yeah. offensive linemen taken well, the, in the first round. There's maybe Joel, closer. The, Fashano for sure. Is I mean, like a top dude, I've seen I've seen you're JC talking Latham. You have Latham, Joe Alt, you have Martinez, Mims from Georgia, you have Olu, you have Graham Barton. Yep. Like there's some uh, Patrick Paul's being thrown in there a little bit people like dude. Jack Jackson Powers Johnson, who just blew up <laughs> the senior bowl. Like, I think I Can think there's that gonna that. be a record. I- I'd have to look up the amount like the most amount of first uh, first round offensive linemen. But this is one of the deepest at the top. Right. A lot of O-line classes are deep at the bottom, like a lot of really solid players between rounds like four and seven that are really going to come in and be contributors. But this is one of the deepest O line classes at the top, especially at the tackle position, that I've seen in the last four or five years. Because there's a lot of dudes that are just plug and play day one starters. I mean, just day one walk in there franchise tackle type players. The crazy thing
3: is though, the league needs it. The league needs more tackles. Like that's what's there's never enough. There's never enough tackles. We're watching film, even in the gym, and. I'm like, guys, there's spots out here. You don't understand. You just have to work. And you look back at this draft, and because Jay and I are obviously super into it. And I'm like, man, how weird is it that the year that I'm like, man, we need more fucking tackles. They just have star-studded class coming out. And you're like, damn, there's a lot of dudes about to get challenged for their stuff. The kid that's
2: super intriguing, I know we'll dive into it more. I I saw the kid from Georgia down at the Shrine Bowl this weekend. He was training at Duke Mannyweather's, which was right across the street from the star, which is where the Shrine Bowl was. And so Duke brought – yeah, Duke brought all his first-round tackles that aren't in any All-Star games, and they all came over. This dude walked in. This dude is an alien, like straight-up alien, <laughs> like avatar-looking dude, <laughs> arms that are just like... Thir- he has to have 36, 37-inch arms. He's six foot eight. Like, this dude is just an alien walking around, but the issue is he only has, like, 12 starts to his name. Yeah. Like, he doesn't have a ton of starts, but you look at him, and you're like, yeah, like... God crafted you to be a left tackle in the NFL. Like, I don't know what else to say about that. Like, that's the thing with some of these tackles. You just look at them and you're like, wow. Like, yep, can't coach that. Can't coach that at all. We can fix the rest of you. But, like, you just reach out and touch someone. Like, even Patrick Paul, guy from Houston, he's probably not a first-rounder. He's probably more day two sometime. But the dude's 6'10". Thirty-seven inch arms, just long as can be. Like, the, there's so many good tackles in this class.
4: Yeah, dude, I agree. Give us, let's do this. G- uh, give us your commander's mic, and then Booney. Mm. I'm gonna put the Vrabel thing. I have a dumb football question about Perfect. Vrabel. So yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll get yeah. there, okay? Last mic here, and this
2: is kind of. I just found this hilarious. Just yesterday, <laughs> all of a sudden, Cliff Kingsbury was it with terms to become who was it? Who was the who was the offensive coordinator he was going to be? Uh, God, it's too early. Brain's not working. We're all suffering from CT. Who was there? No, like he had, he would agree to terms with. Was it the was it the Bears? No. Like why no. am I blanking on this? I was just reading this like literally before the show started, so I didn't butcher this, and here I am again. He bet. Ba- yeah, he he had he a backed out. out with... He had a contract agreement <laughs> with someone right yesterday. Like he had come to terms, and all of a sudden it kind of fell through the roof. And everyone's like, "Oh nope, Raiders, it didn't the work." Raiders, out. The Raiders, the Raiders, the Raiders. yeah, 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 yep. yeah. He had an agreement with the Raiders to be the next head coach, their next offensive coordinator, and then all of a sudden it was like, "Nope, doesn't work anymore." And then the Commanders out of left field, just out of nowhere, they're like, "We'll hire him, we'll take him, he'll be our next offensive coordinator." And then Eric Bieniemy is going, "I, I already have that position, right?" <laughs> like I, I the, and so they at one point yesterday, I shit you not, they had two offensive coordinators on their like. Coaching roster. They were just like, yeah, these two guys are both our offense coordinator. <laughs> Dude. And I was like, did you guys forget that you had Eric Bieniemy? And then, so like, the yeah, hired... out now, right? He's yeah, out. after they hired Gingfield, okay. they're like, ah, by the way, you can go, which I don't understand. That dude's a genius. I, I love either Eric Biehnemy. I, I do love what he does and how he operates. Like I don't understand that move at all. The only thing that it makes sense for is that they're going to try and make a push for Caleb Williams because Cliff and them have history. Well, That's Caleb the only did. He did take the sense.
4: photoshopped version of Kingsbury on his Instagram, and he—I uh, don't know if he did it or somebody else—but they even had the Commanders logo yep. on Kingsbury's. Yep, and now you've got. Zip. I mean, and now
2: like you hear all the things. I think Colin Coward was like, "Hey." Caleb Williams camp does not want to be in Chicago. And then they let it sit out there for like 24 hours before his camp came back and was like, no, 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 no. We never said that. Right. We never, that's nothing we ever said. Like there's a lot going on. And if the commanders are going to give up the farm to move up to one, because Chicago is going to ask for the farm. If they want to move up, it'll be very interesting what that
4: looks like. I'll say this. If, if you're Chicago I would do this for two reasons. Number one, you can never be 100% sure between, if they're, especially this year, there's Drake May and there's Caleb Williams, and everyone's going to have opinions, but, you know, smart – John Elway whiffed on a bunch of quarterbacks. Like John Lynch and the 49ers traded a boatload of picks because Trey Lance was their guy, and it turns out that Purdy was seven rounds there, right? You can never be so sure that you wouldn't take that trade if you're the Bears. So yeah. if, if they want to give me two or three picks, and, I'll okay, I'll just take whoever's left over – I'm I mean, doing it. If yeah, I'm there,
2: there, there's a part of me that sees the vision that the Bears may want to do of like, hey, we'll roll with Fields for one more year. Right? He's still on a rookie contract. He's still kind of cheap. Let's roll with Fields for one more year and accumulate just a massive ton
4: of picks. But well, you could like, still take Drake May number two if you swapped. To- but me- no.
2: But you could even you could still take Drake May number two. you could take Marvin Harrison, but you could get another first rounder next year. You could probably right. get a second rounder in twenty four, maybe twenty five or twenty five twenty six draft. like you could take JJ McCarthy in the second round. maybe <laughs> but like i think I think I think the Bears have a plan of like, I don't know if they're not sold or what, but I can definitely see them with the talks. like and if the commanders don't want to do it, I could see them doing it with someone else. Like, I could see them trading with another team. Like, that could come, dude, draft weekend is going to be nuts because you never know who's going to come from the rafters and be like, yeah. we want
4: we want Caleb Williams. And hell, like, dude, really it happened bad. in, like, March last year. Right? Didn't yeah. that trade, the The Panthers trade happened yep. you know, during like, so free agency, dude, right?
2: Like, And that's why I think the commanders are feeling the hot seat a little bit. Like, if they want to do this, they need to start the trade talks probably at the Combine. Right? Like, hey, this is what we're thinking. Let's get this trade going. Because I guarantee you, there's more people than we know that are sitting there going, I'll trade for the number one spot if it means I can get Caleb Williams. Like, it's not just the commanders. And the commanders sitting there going, do we roll the dice and sit at two and hope that they do something else? And that, like, are we that sold on Drake May or are we willing to sell the farm and spin ourselves up that Caleb Williams is the only option? Well, the minute you went
3: and got Cliff Kingsbury, I think everything was out the window. Like You were literally like, we'll sell the farm to get him because of this relationship. And I think people would see that and be like, totally cool with that. They've known each other for a long time. They can play well together. Dan Quinn's going to go out and take care of the defense. The problem becomes, in my opinion, is I don't think that the Bears want to get rid of Justin Fields. And if they don't get rid of him, then you don't need to really – I mean –
2: you don't need to take a quarterback in the first round if you don't want to.
3: Get well, a they're not, but they would go for like Marvin Harrison Jr. They would go for one of the toppest talents and be like, listen, we are going to keep Justin Fields, which I think they're doing, because I think they would have already come out and been like, listen, we're going to part ways. We're going to do make this easy oh, for no. everybody.
2: No, 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 no. You don't, you mm-hmm. don't give away your leverage like that. Are you kidding me? You have leverage right now against everyone in the league. They don't know what you're doing. You don't come out publicly and say that. Mm-mm-mm.
3: I stopped to think about more about there's a player involved in this and you have to think about how many people am i pissing off by sitting on this leverage like i get it there is leverage people don't know what you're doing but you're also dealing with a player that's like you better tell me what the fuck you're doing with me like i don't why? care what you're t- why because he's under contract because i'd like to contract. go out and get something else going if you're gonna if something's gonna go crazy i'd like to get this trade going like <laughs> is you, he, you have to th- think is
4: he good enough to warrant that level of i
3: don't even think it's that you know. i think it's more that's just the respect side of the business like there's very little respect shown what to us and that's of one of the ones
4: do you think is shown to us dude
3: that's what, what i just said there's very in? little what world
2: did you because i sat years.
3: in the room one time when they were like we're gonna cut this guy early and give him a chance to go out and find another team and i was like holy shit that's the only time i've ever heard somebody but he, be they're that not gonna nice. cut him if they're, they're, gonna they're tra- not i know gonna but trade, trade they're gonna go to him be like, get a trade going dude where do you want to go figure it out go ahead or they're gonna say hey
2: he doesn't have a decision he doesn't have a no trade clause the only time a player's involved in that decision if he has no-trade clause. He he is
4: at full mercy of the Chicago Bears. He's also not Peyton Manning from 2012. Yeah. Like, I'm not saying he know? is. I'm just saying that sometimes you have to stop and be like, There's, that, this is you business.
2: Would get, you would, I wish you would get that respect, but you and I both know that's not how this
3: is. No, goes. I agree 100%, but I just don't think he's – I think they're going to roll with him another year. Like you said, they're going to be like he's under a rookie contract. He's going to come well, out. He's going to do this. Yeah. Build a and team
2: around him, and then if you don't like what he did, you can go buy one next year in free but agency. But they're still in a good cover.
3: position because you can get a great player for Justin Fields to help him. Like Marvin Harrison Jr. would be phenomenal ad Agreed. for their team. You and put more
2: and Marvin Harrison together and then Colt Piment coming on. I, I agree, Booney. I'm with you. I'm that's with That's why you I don't that. see
3: them trading it to anyone. That's why I see them going, No, listen, we actually have a real thing going here, and we think that our quarterback with this added player could be a great addition you think, for us. you
2: take Marvin at one? I think no, 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 no,
3: no. That's
4: being mocked a lot right now. No, dude, dude, if you have have the one spot and trade trade out, you should trade out. If
2: you if you're gonna plan on taking a receiver at one, trade out, dude. Draft at five, draft at six. The receivers will still be there. There's the top end receivers in this class are incredible. I like if that's your plan, you don't you don't take a receiver at one, dude. You trade that for picks, and then you take your receiver five, seven picks later.
4: Hey, from from the commander standpoint, real quick. So they're sitting here; they've got the number two pick they have right now, according to over the cap, the most cap space of any team going into free agency. They have seventy three million dollars in cap space, sixty two and a half in effective cap space. So that's that's what they can actually spend. And you can, by the way, you can like finagle those contracts with signing bonuses and, and all the and picks pick they got the for future. Chase Young and they mm-hmm. got for Sweat. Right? Like they got picks too. How quickly can they? I mean, that's been a laughing stock franchise for two and a half decades. Dan Snyder's gone. They've got a new you know, Dan Quinn has been to a Super Bowl before, right? You've got some adults in the room, you know, overseeing the organization. How quickly can the commanders? And by the way, the Eagles and Cowboys feel a little bit rickety right now after the way their season's yeah. ended. Giants, too. Giants. I mean,
2: I think I don't necessarily know if it's going to be a, a one year turnaround, but if you draft well and you hit players that can contribute with all these picks that they have and you have the money to go sign whatever you deem priority number 1 in free agency like they could definitely be a close to like over 500 by one or two games next year yeah like i i can see that i don't think they're going to all of a sudden be like the 12 win team but i can definitely see them coming back and being a wild card type of type to battle for the wild card spot next year if they hit on their picks like yeah. the Tampa, like Tampa Bay did when you Tom Brady was there yeah. yeah, but it's you have good. to have a trigger it's man. Voluntary. You have yeah. to have the trigger man. Yeah. That's
4: that's priority number one. It's going to be, be great interesting when to watch. I can't wait. Two North wait Carolina to quarterbacks that. are battling it out in camp next year, yeah. right? <laughs> Sam Howell and Drake May. They were just hanging out at a, I think at the, yeah. was at the the basketball game the other day. Yep. Um, okay, before we get to dumb football questions, let's make our Super Bowl mm-hmm. picks here, boys. Mm-mm. So we uh, we've we've made our way. We've crawled through the entire regular season and playoffs, and it is a two-man race for the championship between alex boone and myself phil man you're welcome jeremiah you're, you're picking for pride here yep you're picking 100%. for pride so booney i think you're gonna want to strategically let me pick first so you can i pick mean we all know who i Boone's don't picking. pick everybody well, that's what's funny be. yeah that's, that's true what, that's that's what's funny about you this. can you can pick for your heart or pick for the win here so here's uh here are the standings all right I'm 59 and 27. We pick straight up, by the way, because spreads are for spreads losers. 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 And you can find your spreads are for losers hooded sweatshirts um, now ready. available at onlinecommittee.com. On it's great. Uh, so uh, I'm 59 and 27, two games ahead of Booney, who's 57 and 29. And Jay, you are 52 and 34 after a great midseason turnaround. Mm. It was a struggle fest for you. This game is worth four points. So Jay can't catch me mathematically. Boone, you can if you pick a different team and Mm -hmm. you win. Mm -hmm. But I'm going to go first. Because I think this is the year that Kyle Shanahan finally cracks the code Mm. in the biggest game. And I Mm. think the 49ers win the Super Bowl. Loaded roster, loaded weapons, system. Brock Purdy, a lot better than people are giving him credit for. Roster for roster, this is not close to me. No. I'm taking San Francisco. Coach for coach, Andy Reid, one of the greatest coaches of all time. Kyle Shanahan, though, if he gets one more, if he gets a Super Bowl, maybe gets another one at some point. But Kyle Shanahan is a great coach. So, Booney, I'm taking your San Francisco 49ers to win this one.
3: I see what you did there. I see what you did there. Yeah. I see what you did there. Well, I guess I'm out of steak and a beer, dude, because I can't <laughs> bet against my boys.
2: You're not even going to try?
3: Are you out of your fucking mind? Loyalty runs deep in my life. Loyalty runs deep.
2: We dude, just crowned you? Mackie the week before the Super Bowl. Thank oh, you. my gosh. Bro. You, I can't. Coward Are you out of move, your fucking dude. mind? If Coward I pick the Chiefs move.
3: and they win, do the you know how many people would call me and be like, you fucking lost this for us? You dude, put lo- a
2: disclaimer on it. Okay, fine. Here we go. Put an asterisk on no, it. No, Don't no, just it's... hand Mackie oh, the Okay, church. fine. No, Don't no, just no. hand
3: it to him. If it's I can name. put an asterisk, then I'm all about the Chiefs. Put an asterisk. Okay, I'm going Chiefs. Chiefs, uh, thank Astrid. you. Gosh, yeah, dude. Chiefs.
2: No, I'm, I refuse to crown Mackey just because you refuse to play the game.
3: See, well, he's playing petty. He knew where it was going. and he, You're
4: petty. No, is, dude. He, he picked stuck, a, no, I, no, no, no. I stuck a flag in the ground go, in October, yes, dude. I was going
2: to say, go find the episode. He stuck a flag in the ground and said the San Francisco 49ers are going to win the Super Bowl. I said I, it first. I've oh. always said it. I say it every fucking year.
3: It. I'm all I about it, it. I, didn't I did like it.
2: All All right, fine, I'm if anyone Chiefs. cares, I, 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 I was going to pick business. the Chiefs. I was going to pick the Chiefs. Are you really anyways. coming with me? Yeah, I was going to pick right. the Chiefs. Strictly cool. because I can't keep betting against Patrick Mahomes. I cannot do it. <laughs> I can't do it, dude. Roster for roster, Mackie, you're 100% right. It's sure. not even close. But you have 15. You have the dude that has just found a way to win. On the road, he went to Buffalo, got it done. I was Joe i don't, I don't think yet. i don't think they know if he's gonna play yet but i'll played great against the dude ravens. he played he, he played for played not. Lights yeah. out against the ravens dude like hats off to that dude stepping into the biggest moment of the season playing his balls off right and i mean the ravens handed it to san francisco during the year handed it to him right shoved it right in their face i Mahomes, man. I can't bet against him. Kelsey's and him figured their lives out, Valdez Scantley figured out how to catch the football again. Like there's a lot here I can't pick against Mahomes in the Super Bowl. I just can't do it. He's starting to get to that Brady esque time where you're like, don't bet against him in the big ones. I, I'm gonna go with the Chiefs here as well. I'm with All right. you. Buddy. There, there we go. No asterisk com, on mine. Coming for you both. Coming By the for way, you
4: if this headline
3: says anything about me betting against my oh, former team, Oh, 100%. Team, can we please have the dead. thumb line? Can we have you the thumb line? For, former
2: 49er bows down to Patrick yeah. Mahomes.
0: <laughs> fucking kill you.
2: I don't bow down to anybody. No.
4: Don't you oh, dare, oh, Mackie. Oh, now he doesn't don't bow Don't you dare, uh, Mackie. Clickbait. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Hey, dumb football questions to wrap. And then we're gonna have we're going to have a couple film breakdowns on the YouTube channel this week, too. So check those out. Okay, Booney, this one's for you. This is a dumb football question from me, all right? And you guys can always hit us up in the YouTube comment section. We love stockpiling your dumb football questions. But um, this is from a report from The Athletic. Diana Rossini is an NFL insider. <laughs> and uh, don't kill the messenger here, by the way. She, so she, she pushed back against this executive. But so uh, Diana Rossini outlined what a general manager told her about Mike Vrabel not getting a head coaching job this, this last coaching cycle quote. He's a very large human being and can be very intimidating to people in an organization that are going to be part of these decisions. And that's a factor. ruscini initially said she laughed at the idea that Vrabel's size played into the hiring process, but the general manager, this is a GM, by the way, this is an anonymous, GM. a GM somewhere said this reiterated his belief. I said, stop. That's not something that's real. Who cares what someone physically looks like, Rossini said. And he said, I'm just telling you, I've been in rooms and somebody's physical presence can make a difference. So the dumb football question for you guys is, is Mike Vrabel just too big to be a coach in the NFL. See,
3: that's scary. I mean, dude, oh, so this is funny. what's so funny. You look up at the Lions and you're like, there's no fucking way somebody really said that. <laughs> this guy, this guy threatened to bite everybody's kneecaps off. Like at one point he he's been out there like we're going to go out and just kill people. And he right. is exactly. massive. He's fucking huge. Dan Campbell is yoked and he's got like those <laughs> offensive line elbows that don't bend and he's got that schnooter in. You're telling me That he's up there in like Martha Ford's office like, hey, yeah, we're doing it my way. And she's like, oh, my God, no. Like, dude, this is the most fucking stupid thing I've ever heard in my life. (laughs) The coach was too big. He scared us. Are you serious? Dude, this is like the most insane story I've ever heard in my life. That a coach is too big.
2: All I can think about, and as soon as I read the story, the visualization came into my mind from Batman with Bane when he's sitting there and the guy's like, the guy's like, who do you think's to charge I'm in charge of these puts his hand on his shoulder. He's do you feel charged? charge? Does yeah. Give you power, <laughs> power over, over people, me. right. I just see Vrabel, like we're drafting him, but like, I don't shh, hand on shoulders, we're do drafting in charge? him, right? Like that's gotta be what this like GM is scared of. Like, I, I don't understand that. Like, I think it's an easier thing to say, like his abrasive and large personality. Yeah. It's like one way to say it, but to talk about your physical, like just being big, like that's a joke, dude. The NFL is full of big people. Yes. Like it's a big people's game. Like let's not play this game of he's too large to be a head coach thing. That's, that's just asinine. I agree okay,
4: 100%. I don't understand too. Like Mike Vrabel has a resume, man. Like, like he, he had some of those Titans teams playing probably a level above where they should have been. It seems like everyone who knows him and has played for him, not everyone, but like, like if you did a poll of locker rooms and people who've worked for him, that, OK, he's he's got some credibility. So why do teams take chances on just random coordinators? Like every year you see three or four random coordinators that maybe two years before were position coaches, and then most of them wind up flaming out in an average of two and a half or three years. And I'm not going to name names, but there's some guys that got hired this cycle that are just like half of them are just going to be back to being quarterback coaches or whatever, right? How would you pass on Mike Vrabel and Bill Belichick for like a coin flip random coordinator that's never done it before?
3: I don't get the I don't get the Vrabel one. That one I don't get. Yeah. I just can
2: just be see Bill refusing yes. to be a coordinator. Yeah, like, for yeah, sure. Like that's I'm what not, I was I'm going to say. Not, I'm, not, I'm not going back to that life. Like I can hey, you be a DC. Like, no, 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 no. Fuck like, you! Just like, say to absolutely me?
4: not. But the Vrabel
2: <laughs> one not being a coordinator is mind
4: blowing. Mind blowing, and I'm saying head coach, and you guys are are, are right too. That but like maybe coordinator.
3: Hey, maybe Vrabes is the same way though. Maybe he looks back and he's like, dude, I don't want to be a DC anymore. I'd rather just be the headman. Which, in my opinion, I'm cool with that. And maybe he's like, hey, you don't want me? That's fine. I'll wait till next year. But I think what like Jay said, coming out and saying he's too big and he scares us is just the dumbest fucking thing I've ever heard. And instead, you should have been like, hey, listen, he's got a big personality, and sometimes it just doesn't always go well. I agree. Now you're just making it look completely weird for everybody because, you know, when Vrabes comes back, it's going to be even more funny, dude. He's he's such oh, yeah. a great guy, and he just demands
2: the best out of everybody. But when he's you going to come it- to his introductory press conference and sit on a stool, right? <laughs> I'm not that big, <laughs> not that but, big. like, Booty, tell me this, and, and I've done this, too. Like, when I meet new people and, like, I go to an event— like, there's a time and a place of, like, standing tall and, like, nope. hey, I'm in I'm in control of the conversation. But there also is time of, like, if I'm introducing myself to, like, a group of women or, like, a group of, like, like different. I will, like, s- s- not slouch, but, like, you no. spread your feet out a little bit. Like, you get on their eye level a little bit so you feel like they're not talking up to you. Your, your voice like, goes up a tick. Like, and there, there is, like, a, a, a respect factor of, like, I'm not just going to lord over you because <laughs> right. I am a large human being. <laughs> but as a football coach, like, you want that. Like, as a head football coach, you want a dude that's going to stand in the front of the room talking to other very large humans and say, like, follow me. I've been there. I've done this. Like, come on, let's go. I don't understand the like the fear factor in that. Like, I would love that in a head coach I if I was a GM. Like, I want the dude that's going to stand up and be like, "I used to throw you offensive linemen around back in the day." Like, I was the dude. Like, the, there's a respect factor that comes with being a large human as well. That I just don't understand it. I don't. It doesn't. I wish we could play guess the GM, but I'm not. Gonna I really want to know. I'm who not going to oh. put ourselves in that position. I I'm really, not. I'm not going to put ourselves in that position to play guess the GM. But really it's definitely ran through ran On through uh,
4: ran through some thoughts in my head on the flip side when mike mcdaniel got hired when so i used i used to love watching his his offensive coordinator press conferences cuz they're always hilarious right he's up there yeah. just like yeah. cracking jokes and then he gets a head coach interview and i'm thinking there's i mean there's no way he's not he's not commanding a room of football players right nfl football players but he did get hired and they were really they've been really good the last couple of years i don't know like does it if if a guy like mike mcdaniel can not to make fun of the guy but he literally looks like a nerd who's just sitting in a science lab putting together hitting play sheets the sideline hitting vapes and then you see him in these these behind the scenes videos and he's dropping f bombs it's like not supernatural for him yeah but it but they're winning like it works so i guess i don't understand this whole well, that to be is the,
3: it that that to me is more like when mike got hired they were kind of like this guy's a genius like you know what the coach is coming in like they like when i came here they were like zimmer is a fucking dc dude get ready like you just know going in so when they hired him they were like hey this one's a genius he can put a lot of formulas out there but this goes to speak to the new generation he's really fucking funny and the more funny you can be but still demand excellence and hold that bar up really, really high, the more people are going to want to play for you. Because if you go to work every day and it's fucking miserable and you're mad and everyone's just yelling, what fun life is that? Like, no one eventually is going to want to do that. No matter how much money you pay them. You, you Believe me, I know for a fact. Doesn't matter how much you're paying. So- so you, you don't want to go.
4: You can't be too big, but if you're, if no, you're kind of like a stand-up comedian who knows X's and O's, then you're... no.
3: But I'm saying, like, I know what you're saying about how, like, you look at that and you're like, how is this working? But it's the fact that his personality is so funny, and the guys are like, this dude is great to be around. And when he sets the bar, he sets it, and he puts out the same in return. That to me is why Bill is not coaching anymore. It's because it's this new wave of like, hey, we can be excitable, we can be fun, and we can still keep a high level of intensity instead yeah. of just like it's the patriot just, like i've seen i've seen vrabel ever, right? on the like patriot podcasts
2: way. and like he goes on busting with the boys like he has Funny that shit. former player personality yeah. to it, where like like that's the part that like this just it sounded like a cop out or like they spun themselves into why they didn't hire him and they had to just put the plant the sword somewhere like and you wonder too who large lies. Yeah. They get
4: done with the interview with them, and they're like, just one second, tape measure comes out. Just, yeah.
2: Ah, God. It's, they're like, As they walk in the interview room, it's got those uh, markings on the door like the convenience stores have of, like, how tall was the perp that walked the, in here and robbed the place, right? Like, they just the have all those measurements. The other head coaches you've interviewed. Oh, yeah. man,
4: yeah. Hey, you know what, you know <laughs> on, what inter-
2: on the application form, you have to fill out height and weight. Like, how tall are you? Dude, how no, do you weigh what
3: happened was, after this report came out, the next day you know that everybody in that office building, whichever one it was, was like, really bro you fucking (laughs) said he was too big that's what you fucking came up with we told you to say this and you said he's too fucking
4: big i
2: panicked man i panicked (laughs) that's exactly
4: what he's i don't know guys it just hit me it came out i don't know what to fucking say uh one more dumb football question here this is from ray l on the youtube comment section i love this one we all know it won't happen but as a thought experiment, mm-hmm. how good would a hypothetical offensive lineman need to be in a season to win NFL MVP at some point? Oh,
3: god! You would have to, what would that have to look like everyone, dude. I mean, you you're, would you're have talking to talking
2: twenty five plus knockdowns a game, again, not, not just like knockdowns, like violent highlight reel knockdowns.
4: So it would have to be like a. Here is the problem, though. If you're if if you're that good. And let's say you you uh, you have a two thousand yard rusher, it would have to be like a a committee of running backs that all run, like you got three thousand yard rushers or something. because yeah. otherwise the one the running backs right the one running team. back and it, right? and it was like, like
2: eighty five percent ran to the, the left. left side. Right, right. Eighty five percent ran to the left side. You never got you never gave up a hit, guys. It's never gonna you happen. never Stop. gave up a sack. You never <laughs> gave up a pressure. Like and people that were in front of you just melted. Right, like and you went up against. You had the schedule to go up against three all pros that year. It's never going right. Happen. Like you, you lock down Crosby, you lock down
4: Nick Bosa, you lock down like T.J. Watt, T.J. Watt. But like then, but they then didn't like, piss a there drop a, all game. There, there'd have to be a quarterback injury halfway. Because again, if the quarterback plays the whole season and racks up forty five hundred yards, the quarterback gets the credit. That's why I'm saying so the many team, running back team and like would have to, the team would then also have to take reins on the PR front,
2: right? and just highlight you all year like you Over had him. you would have to gone into the season with this plan like the plan this yeah. year is we're going to make x player the mvp and every year every week we're going to highlight him every week we're going to talk about him and then that player can't lose a single rep i mean not one not one you can't have one rep that looks bad like not even like a, oh he got beat late and he fell into a sack because the quarterback rolled out like you can't yeah. have a single blemish on the entire record for you had to play every snap everything like it's impossible dude think about it tyron smith has never won
3: it and he looks the nicest out there he is the most physically perfect set of hands in order but here i will say this why not give it to a whole line like say you do rush for Mm. like 2500 yards and your quarterback goes crazy then you should turn around and be like all right these guys have clearly done their job maybe we give it to the whole line the mvp this year was the blah, 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 O-line. Like, dude, that would be... But once again, nobody gives a shit about us. Nobody yeah. cares. Cheat them like it's just, mushrooms it's in the dark. Like, Feed them shit. More,
4: shit. more often than not, a great offensive line is the main reason why a team would make a Super Bowl run. Right? Pretty it's, much. It's very rarely like the offensive line was shitty and a quarterback w- like rose above it and carried a bad offensive line to a Super Bowl. But you guys are very anonymous, I feel like. Mm. You're not... You're not like on fantasy teams, except for our fat guy fantasy, which we will change. Which was, I totally
3: want a recount. Dude, give me a
4: fucking (laughs)
2: recount. Sensitive, 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 sensitive.
3: Ding, sensitive. I
2: I just want somebody's math rechecked.
4: All right, we're going to wrap this episode. Now that Booney's complaining about getting smoked in fat guy fantasy, Uh, please, again, click the like button and the subscribe button on the O-Line Committee YouTube channel here. We're going to hit you with a couple different Super Bowl preview film reviews. So uh, be on the lookout for those as well. Jeremiah Seals, Alex Boone, Phil Mackey. This is the O-Line Committee.
5: It's happening daily. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families. Time is short before something big happens, and that's why so many folks are preparing.